I came from a background of construction, zero sales experience at all. The other great thing about Family First Life is the, the sharing of knowledge. No one guards knowledge here. and welcome to our weekly podcast, The Climb. I'm Tiffany Grunberg at Family First Life Cascades, and we are super excited this week. We have Dean Pavlik, who is an EVP for Family First Life Shield, right? Uh, I've worked with Dean now, gosh, we've been working together for like three years. More than that, I came on board right at the beginning of 2018. Yeah, so it feels like forever, but a short period of time, which I know is very contradictory, but that's how it works. Uh, and I wanted to, I'm excited to sit down with Dean because I think one of the best things about this business is being able to really work with people that go through different avenues of this business, not just on a production side, not just on a, on a business building agency side, but on a life side. And I think it, like Dean's story is one of my favorites, to be honest, uh, because and I don't know that you share it all that much, which, you know, because Dean's a genuinely a humble person. Um, but it's true. You speak three lang- like English yes. is your third language. Yes. Is that right? English is my third language. I'm originally from Bosnia. Okay. And uh, when I was about six years of age, I, I migrated to Germany because of uh, a war torn country. So I spent some time in Germany growing up, much out of the years, and then we came to the U.S. 24 years ago. Wow. So, and I, like, he legitimately speaks fluently um, Bosnian, correct, and German. I've heard him. And it's, that to me, that's amazing. Like, that's, that's just absolutely amazing. Um, so... Tell me, like, one of the big things, Dean is, is, has always been a, a high producer, right? So can you share a little bit, like, I like to do the, like, hindsight, right? Because it's always 2020. Right. Uh, can you give me, give me a snapshot, like, dig back to your first month. Tell me what that first month in this business looked like. Oh, wow. My first month, it was, it was tough because I was so green. To this, to this industry, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Uh, when I was introduced to it uh, by Luke Bohaj, I was like, yeah, this is a pyramid scheme business. Like, what is going on? <laughs> what is happening? Like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to do this because I've tried multi-level marketing industries before. I'm like, this is not my style. But when they when he explained to me that it's about the client requesting coverage information, whether it's mortgage protection, you know, at that time, Tiffany, you know, as well as I did, we didn't have final expense. We didn't no. have internet directly nope. as much. We had mortgage database, and I was stuck on working that. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I just had to figure out how to pay my bills, Tiff, because when I when I came into FFL at the end of 2017 um, and into 20, 2018, my vehicle got repossessed. Yep. I had nothing left in my bank account almost, and I had to make it to convention in Dallas and that's when we first met. Yeah. Was it yeah. Dallas, Texas? Yes, I remember. And uh, what changed for me, Tip, was really tough. My first time, first month being around here was I, I just needed to figure out how to make it work. And I remember very well, we were sitting in a small conference room. Matt Smith brought everybody in there. I mean, FFL Northwest overall was a very small agency at yeah. that point in time. And I kept, you know, in my head thinking, like, and this is nice. People are getting recognized, awarded for their hard work, mm-hmm. bonuses. I'm like, and I'm sitting here. I literally have my hands in my pocket, and I tuck my head down for a brief second. I said, I can't live like this anymore. 
Mm, I wow. take this opportunity and, and run with it. And when I did, it was just like everything everything's now behind me and, and we're here to this point. And I, all I knew was how to go to work. I watched mm -hmm. my father go you know, through a lot of adversity and work in multiple different countries as well. And, and I, I adopted a lot of work ethic from him and my mom. And then also being exposed to being an independent, you know, 1099 or yeah. my previous job, I already knew how to control my schedule. I just had to dive right into it. So for me, Tiff, it was like the first two months, January, February of 2018, I, I tried to make it work part-time. It didn't work out. Yeah. I went to convention and I said, I have to be all in or not in at all. And when mm -hmm. I went my full-time, first week full-time in, I already paid my bills yeah. because of this opportunity. And the rest was just more of, of a learning curve and figuring it out. And then eventually, I think my first month, I probably helped around 15, maybe 20 families off of three-year-old leads. Yeah. yeah. And I think the the biggest thing that, and I, by the way, Dean's story is, is unique because it's his, but the outcome isn't as unique here at Family First. And that's what I, what I fell in love with here was watching people come in who were skeptical and didn't necessarily believe in, in the process or the system. And at that point, when I started, we didn't have a system, let's be clear. There was no system. No, was we, were, we, we were tripping and falling and picking ourselves up. It was awesome. And, you know, to watch people come into that and get great and, and change their entire life circumstances. And it's something that, that I did. It's something that Dan did, uh, you know, Dean and so many of our, of the people we now consider family at Family First Life that have done. Um, so let me ask this, Dean, when you, when you started versus now, okay. Cause there, there's, Dean's had so much growth, you know, so many people have, but when you started versus now, can you share with us your process? And we'll we'll talk. I think field because people always like to know you know what you're doing in the field. Um, share with us th the process that you follow and how you've adapted it. Because I know you've Dean is a mover and a shaker, man. If he doesn't like where he's at, they pick up and move, right? Him and Jana, which is awesome. It's yeah. terrifying for me, but um, so tell tell us your process. How does your process work? Buying leads, getting in front of people. How does that work? So real simple. The system we had, like we didn't have much of a processing system in the beginning, I but agree. the system at home was the same. That never changed. Yes. So I kept that identical across the across the entire roadmap, right? I just had to follow that exact path that was already created by you know agents prior to us coming on yep. board. So I, I stuck with that. Only thing I had to really, really change to from from there to now, I had to develop a schedule, which I think a lot of people have a tough time with. Agreed. They don't have a schedule. Agreed. They run around, they yo-yo it around a lot, and they think they're busy, but they're really not. There's a lot of white space on their calendars. When I started creating a schedule, and I told myself, I gotta follow it from Monday through Sunday, religiously, things changed. Yeah. My business went up, my production went up, I was busy, I talked to a lot of people, talked to a lot of clients, and before you know it, time goes by, but you, you, you're evolving, you're growing with that change. And I think the biggest thing too for me, it matured me a lot in this business. I came in this business, you know, a little bit of a, of a rough uh, mindset, you know, because I yeah. was always like rebellious. If you knew me from before my social media posts, I didn't care what anybody thought. I would speak my mind. I would do a lot of things. I didn't have a business mindset. Now I do. And I mm -hmm. learned so much from not only 
Matt Smith directly and all the leaders in North America, but leaders across FFL platform in general. Yeah, me too. You know, for you, sure. You, you can plug into anything and everybody and you'll learn something. And that's one of the biggest things. You learn to humble yourself really fast. Yeah. And stick into the system. Don't change it. Don't reinvent the wheel. It's perfect. It's like taking a spoke out of a perfect wheel and you put something of your own. What's going to happen? The wheels are going to have bumps in it and you're yeah. going to fall off the road. Keep it level. Keep it even. Keep it simple as possible. This business is very simple. Like, uh, you know, one of the things I've learned was it's the most simplest business we have. Yep, I agree. As hard as your mindset. Yeah. And I think one of the key things that Dean said that I find the most powerful is when you get to control your schedule, when you get to a point where you own it, because I, I think so many people pretend to own their schedule, but in reality, they don't, right? They're, they're giving away time when they know they shouldn't be. But what Dean was saying was when you get control of your schedule, because that's really your activity is what you can control, right? Attitude and activity, that's 100%. it. When you control those things and you put yourself into a position where you are truly being accountable to yourself and you've shared with all of the humans in your life that this is what you're doing, I promise you the process becomes so much more simple. 100%. And we, man, we, we try to teach that and it's, it's the, it's the horse that we, we continue to, to tell you to hop on a ride because that is, that is a hundred percent what happens. So one thing that we, we've spoken about, and I think one thing that we do and we try to continue to do on the climb is talk about the realities of our business. Um, it is not all, you know, cupcakes and ho-hos all the time. Um, but how do you handle the loneliness in this business? Because it, it does get lonely and, and it, lonely in ways that, you know, you, you think lonely because you're not physically with someone and you're not working in an office environment. It, it gets lonely because success is lonely, I think. Um, failure is lonely. Um, you know, being stagnant is lonely. Yes. How do you handle being lonely in this business? I think it comes down to being surrounded by the right individuals, in my opinion, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's, um, you know, business partners. If you feel like you're stuck, you're lonely, and you don't have the right support, any, just reach out. Reach out to somebody that is going to relate to what, you, what you're going through. Yeah. We're not perfect. We all went through similarities of adversity in this, in this business, and then we can always share it. I'm sure you and I, Tiff, can bring up something that we share, whether you're stuck growing an agency or you couldn't help a client or whatever the case is. Figure it out together, and that's what I love about it. People will actually take time to talk to you about what it is that you need to get ahead of. And number two will be your why. Yeah. Why are we here? Why? Like one of the things that never I've never understood, Tiff, is somebody gets a life insurance license and they frame it literally, <laughs> and they don't use it. <laughs> Just sit there and stare at it because it's fun. I call those bench warming cheerleaders in a way yeah. because yeah. why are we here? Yeah. You, want, you, you said you, you want to hustle, you want to work, you want to change your life, you're famous. Why are we not doing it? It's not difficult, but I think it's a lot of self-reflecting, imminent, you know, it's a lot of negative talk within yourself. I can't do this. I cannot yeah. be a Tiffany. I cannot be a Steve Giordano. You know, yeah. it's a lot of things. When we see top producers like that, you don't have to be them. Right. Be yourself yes. for whatever reason you need to do. Focus on your goals. My goal is just to learn how to pay my bills. When I learned how to do it in one week, 
was like, this is, this is crazy. I'm yeah. going to keep working. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing more that. more and more came about, and then our lives started changing. Mm -hmm. In six months, we moved from one house to another. Two years later, we moved from one state to another. Mm -hmm. A year and a half later, we moved from one state to another. I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do any of those things if it wasn't for this opportunity. Yeah. And it's not difficult. I always say we have a license to print money for ourselves, and pretty yep. much. But the rewarding part is how many people request us behind that. Yeah. It's truly how many known. people can you help? We don't have to beg. They no. beg us. Yeah. And that's what I love about it primarily. That's how I, I, I keep myself out of the lonely shell. Yeah. I focus on my why. I surround myself with people that want to motivate me, and I can motivate them at the same time to push through all the adversity we have. Yeah. I, I love the what you said, Dean, about I, I reach up. Okay, because so many of us complain down instead of reaching up when we get lonely. Yes. And there's so much, man, if you take anything from that, hold on to that statement. Please reach up. Don't complain down. Reach up. Find those people in your world, in your atmosphere, in, in your environment that will bring you up to them. Because that, that's what it means in this business. And that's what we work so hard to do for everyone we get the opportunity to work with, every client uh, that we get the opportunity and are blessed to sit in front of and help their family. Uh, and, and it really is about reaching up. And, and Family First Life, I've never been in an environment where people are rooting for everyone so honestly. And I just, I, I love that you said that. So really quickly, lastly, what what do your your parents are, are immigrants, correct? Yes. How do your parents feel about what you've achieved? I think if I, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be in this position right now because they were my first uh, motivators. Here's a true story. When I was actually flying to the conference in Dallas in 2018, um, I freaked out. <laughs> it's my first time I had anxiety hit me, and I was in a layover in Atlanta. I was supposed to share a hotel room. I already, I already didn't have enough money, but I was supposed to share a hotel room with somebody. Mm -hmm. They didn't show up, and I was like, I have nowhere to go. I have no money. I, I started panicking. Have you ever been to the Atlanta airport? Yeah. It's, huge. it's the biggest airport in the world, it's by huge. the way. It's and I didn't realize there was trains from one gate to the other. I, I skipped the trains. I was pacing, dripping in sweat of anxiety to, to the other terminal. And the whole time, Tiff, I kid you not, I had my phone in my hand, and I looked at my bank account, and I stared at it. And I was like, what, like, I can't, I can't go. What I am I doing? At, I was looking at rental cars to drive back eight hours from Atlanta to Virginia because I didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. I called Shauna. She said, calm down. You know, you can do this. I've been to many of these conferences. They're powerful. You learn a lot. It's going to fire you up. Like, let me call my dad. I got, like, let me call you back. I got to call my dad. The first thing my dad says, you're going to be great at this. Aww. And I never looked back. And I was like. I got the okay. Oh. And literally, like, I went, I went right at it and I learned so much those two days I was there. And I was like, these people are nothing special. Yeah. They're just regular people on stage doing something that was just, they had the right vehicle that they were in. They just have to take control of it. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I came back. I was fired up. Two weeks later, I quit my job. The rest is history. It's awesome. That's awesome. 
Um, well, I appreciate everything that you do and, and the training that you pour into us and, and, you know, your, your media is awesome. I love it. It makes me happy every time I watch it. I love Shauna and the puppies. Um, and, um, we, we just appreciate you so much. Thank you guys for spending time with us here at the climb. Uh, remember every day is going to throw you something different. Move around those rocks and keep climbing forward. Have a great day guys. Thanks, guys.